fashion insider friends. What is up? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast, where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes, I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me. Fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. What's up, fashion besties? I made it. I did it. I turned 50, and I lived. Yes, it was just another day, but I woke up feeling like in order to get a handle on my second half... I needed to have some clear well-being goals that were going to give me new thought patterns moving forward now that I'm older and wiser. I mean, I am older and wiser, right? I don't know how you felt when you turned 50 or maybe even 40, but I decided that I wanted to shed some of the old self-limiting beliefs and create some new uplifting self-loving beliefs. This year, I've had some major growing pains, and it's like been a minute since I've had to do so much self-reflection and soul-searching. So with a new therapist and an optimistic outlook, um, shout out to my therapist, I thought it would be perfect for us to reflect on 10 things that are fabulous about being 50 or turning 50, or in your 50s, I should say. And P.S., I used to be in therapy on and off ever since high school. I stopped for one reason or another, thinking that I, I, you know, I'm fine, I'm fine, no major trauma going on. However, what I didn't realize is that I had so much negative self-talk that I never really thought anything was unusual or out of the ordinary until I got back into therapy. I was constantly beating myself down, feeling like I wasn't enough. That one was the worst. And always feeling like everyone else was smarter and more successful than me. Why? Because I conditioned myself to think that. I made it make sense in my mind that I was never good enough or smart enough, that was a big one, due to my childhood trauma and my past work experiences in my adult life. No amount of meditation or journaling or giving energy to that was going to get me to think better thoughts instead of those self-limiting ones. With that being said, I want to say that it only makes sense that we reflect on the good of what is yet to come. And I have made this list, of course, fashion and mental health related. First of all, did you hear last week's episode 166 with Monica and Nikki? I got so much fabulous feedback from it. Everyone fell in love with them, including me. So thank you for the incredible feedback. Did you hear about their Amazeballs experience with their bra fittings? That's going to be number 10 at the top of our list with things that are fabulous about being 50. You're wearing the right bra. Yes, you are. And it's the right size. There's no more guessing or wondering what your size is. You have the right bra, which makes your clothes look better and fall correctly on your body. The bra fitting experience is not only life-changing, it's better for your posture and corrects any back issues that you may have. If you've not done this, please look up your local bra places in your area and the city where you live or go to any major department store. No more wearing bras that are too tight, stretched out, dogged out, beat to death, 
or worn out. That shit is tired, okay? If you've already had a bra fitting, then make sure you are keeping up with the care and the maintenance by replacing once the elastic is too worn or stretched. That's a big one. So I have a lot of bras, let's be honest. But sometimes I put them on and I'm like, God damn, this is stretched out, which is annoying. So I've worn it to death. It's had its time. It's still supporting me, but it's not as tight or holding me as firm as I want on my shoulders. So I put that in the donate pile. P.S. Donating your bras, socks, and underwear. That is the number one item that homeless shelters need. P.S. Coming in at number nine, at what's fabulous about being 50, you have the right to choose your friends. I'm just speaking for me personally. I have to cut the fat, okay? I have had the guts to remove people in my life that are no longer serving me. It took me a very long time to get there, let's be honest. But after the last time someone takes advantage of you or hurts your feelings or takes you for granted, et cetera, you're like over it, or at least I was over it. Some people are in your life for a reason, some for a season, some for a lifetime. What's painful are those that you think are in for a lifetime, but through their actions, they show you that they are not. People show you who they are. And if you don't believe them, they're going to show you over and over and over again. And sometimes you just outgrow people. Just because you've been talking to somebody on the phone for the last 20 years because y'all used to work together and then y'all don't work together anymore and your lives have taken separate paths, that's okay. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means you don't have to feel obligated to keep up a relationship with that person. God knows I've learned this lesson way too many times. The moment you make up your mind to let these people go, a huge weight will have been lifted. Just something to think about if this applies to you. It applied to me and I just didn't realize, oh, I'll just talk to her. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Or I'll make time for this. Or I'll go out with these people because it's the right thing to do. And we've done this for a long time. No, if I'm over it, if it doesn't give me energy, if it brings me down, then the answer is no. Number eight, you dress according to your body type. Now I'm well aware this can be a work in progress, but at 50 or over, You're well aware of what clothes elevate your mood and make you happy. You are body aware and love to wear clothes that flatter your figure and your shape, which means you have correctly, I'll say that again, correctly identified your body type, which means you know what cuts and silhouettes look best on you, which means you only shop according to your body type. You do not shop for color and you do not shop for price. When you find an item that works for your body type, you then choose from the colors that it comes in. You shop for your specific body type with the confidence and knowledge on what looks best on you because shopping for your body type will make you look slimmer in addition to make you feel more confident. People that tell me they don't want to work with me until they lose weight, this is my response. When I'm done with you, You'll be wearing the correct styles and shape that flatter your body type today so you won't feel like you need to lose weight. That's what clothes are supposed to do for you. Bring you up, not bring you down. Coming in at number seven about what's fabulous about turning 50. There's so many things, but now you're not afraid to say no or you're getting better at saying no. 
I am the classic, not wanting to disappoint people, trying to bend over backwards, not to make people upset. Maybe I'll rearrange my schedule so I don't have to say no type of person. I know this is a lot easier said than done, but setting up boundaries is something that takes practice and that I'm getting better at. There's certainly a difference between doing a favor for someone and going a little bit out of your way and constantly feeling like you are overextending yourself or burning the candle at both ends. Once you get that feeling in your gut, you're usually not wrong. This also goes for your family as well, bending your values or beliefs or wants only to quote, I'm using air quotes here, not to rock the boat, unquote, or to express a difference of opinion. It's especially hard with family members, believe me, I know. It's interesting, the people that respect you and your opinion will be okay with you saying no sometimes. Those that won't will eventually definitely weed themselves out of your life. When you shed those people that aren't serving you, and this goes back to number nine and choosing your own friends, they will be replaced with better, higher quality people that push you up and want you to succeed. Once you realize people that aren't in your corner, it becomes super easy to recognize who needs to get their walking papers. Number six, you continue to elevate your style as you age. So at age 50 or above, you are nowhere near done elevating your style. Obvi, because, duh, you have 50 more years to live. Okay, fine. But at this point, you know your body type and you enjoy shopping because you know what looks best on you. You're also not afraid to try new things that might be a little out of your comfort zone. You're wearing elevated basics around the house, which in the Holly, quote unquote, glossary of fashion terms means Clothing that is chic yet comfortable that you can wear around the house, yes, but you can also run an errand or two if necessary. These are clothes that are decent enough to wear to lounge around in and be comfortable in, in addition to keep you from taking a fucking nosedive behind the couch if the doorbell rings, okay? Some brands that you might consider for elevated loungewear, y'all take notes or go on these websites, Deo Women. I've interviewed her before. She's amazing. Parodies, I've interviewed her as well. Carbon 38, Aloe Yoga, Spiritual Gangster, Wild Fox, Susanna Monaco, who's been around forever, and Michael Stars, which has been around forever, and Frank and Eileen. Evaluating your lifestyle, life phase, and your career, that's what's going to help you evolve your style as you age. If these things change, you adjust your wardrobe accordingly. If your life changes, if these things change and you don't elevate your style, then you're stuck and that is a fashion crime. For example, let's just say you're starting to think about retirement and what that would look like for you. You're not going to retire tomorrow, but let's just say you retire in five to 10 years. What is that going to look like for you? Your kids have been out of the house and you're thinking about downsizing, let's say, in the next five years. Looking at your lifestyle, start with what are you doing on the daily? What are your hobbies and interests and what do you have to wear for said hobbies? Do you travel? If yes, then where do you go? These are the kinds of things that you need to be asking yourself when someone changes or something changes in your life because you probably need different or updated clothing. There's nothing wrong with keeping clothing for several years that you're still actively wearing, 
Notice I said actively wearing, but you also need to think if you have worn something to death and you've gotten your money's worth, you might consider upgrading that particular garment. For those of you over 50, maybe even 60, late 60s, and you guys are going to your next phase of life, don't get stuck and think, oh, I can wear the same clothes I've been wearing for 10 years or 20 years when I was working. Your lifestyle is different. It doesn't mean that you slob out. It just means you sort of take a lateral move and maybe you buy more elevated basics. Maybe if you're playing sports, if you're on a tennis team or whatever team you're on, you get casual clothes that you can wear while you're playing tennis. You know, if you're going to go out with friends after, just things like that. I just want you to start to think about stuff like that. It doesn't have to be today or tomorrow, but what I want you to think about is getting unstuck if you haven't evolved before now, because when you're in your 50s, it's good to elevate your style. And that's what you do in your 50s because you're grown and that's what you do. Number five, you make self-care time for yourself each week. If you are a person that literally doesn't have control of their own schedule or feels out of control of their schedule or you're in the car all day, or if you're responsible for several people's well-being, or if you're taking care of a loved one or a sick person, or if you're working over 40 hours a week, which I think a lot of people do, or if you're lucky just to eat lunch during the day or have time to pee in between meetings, this one is for you. Let's define self-care for a moment because it's more than just going into the bathroom and locking the door so no one can get in. It's a lot more than that. It can be some of these items, but not limited to buying flowers for yourself. Wouldn't that be nice? Taking yourself to the movies, not watching a movie at home. That doesn't count. Getting dressed, going to the movies or going to a play, taking charge of a ladies night or a girls night out and not waiting for someone else to do it. Getting a professional bra fitting, that's self-care. Taking yourself out to dinner or to lunch or traveling alone or going to visit a friend for a weekend or a night or making time to exercise, read something non-news related for 30 minutes. Please do that. Taking yourself to a spa appointment or meditating or listening to a podcast or music that you really like for 30 minutes or taking lessons for something that interests you like art or singing or making a birdhouse cooking, or whatever floats your boat, or buying something you've always wanted but thought it was too expensive, getting your makeup professionally done if you're going to an important event, or volunteering for a cause where you know no one. Your kid's school does not count. I know someone who helps people study for their citizenship exams. I'm loving that. I mean, something like that, or volunteering for a cause that's meaningful to you, like walking dogs or holding cats at an animal shelter. That's a good one as well. Then you get time alone and you're making a difference. Self-care is a huge priority to me. And I love to meditate. I go to therapy, which is self-care, by the way. I exercise and I love to read. I do love to cook too. I love to sing, but I just sing in my car where nobody else can hear me. Let's be honest. Number four. You enjoy getting dressed every day. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because at age 50 or over, your closet and your drawers 
are so organized, it makes it so easy to get dressed every day. You have the correct hangers, which are the velvet slimline hangers. You hang like with like, all long sleeve tops, short sleeve tops, pants, jeans, jackets, short dresses, long dresses, etc. You get the point. Your drawers are very, very organized. You have the correct fitting bras. You match your socks when they come back from the laundry. I swear to God, I could do a podcast just about that. The amount of homes that I have been to where people cannot get their shit together and match their socks when they come back from the laundry. It is alarming and it's a fashion crime. And speaking of the laundry, the laundry systems in your home, I don't care if you live alone or if you live with 12 people, the laundry systems in your home are in place. You have the laundry done, whether it's by you or by somebody else, and the dry cleaning. Then you put your clothes away. It's remarkable and completely mind-blowing to me how the laundry gets out of control, not only for some people, okay? This isn't just a small problem like, Every 10 houses I go to, somebody can't get a hold of laundry. It's most people. It is eight out of 10 houses that I go into. It is the number one problem that people have in not knowing what to wear or how to dress. When the laundry is out of control, then the rest of the dominoes in your house, they just fall. Or if you do do the laundry, then your shit's upstairs for days, not put away in laundry basket. That is a complete wrench in the system. I myself, I'm not perfect at all, but I do put my clothes away in their perspective places. When you put your clothes away, then they can present themselves to you in a way that leads you to make a better, more confident style choice. You're not rummaging through your shit trying to figure out what's clean, or you have no idea what fits because you have a rainbow of sizes in your closet. It's just fashion law. If you don't take charge of it and set the example, no one in your house will. Again, if you haven't listened to last week's episode with Monica and Nikki, episode 166, you're going to hear how I totally wrote them a new one about their laundry. And guess what? They got their cleaning person to help them out on the days that she is there. And then they pick up the slack. Problem solved for now. But they get it and they understood. That was their number one obstacle. Storage and the laundry. And now when I take it off this powerful pedestal, like it's this impossible thing that nobody has time to do because they're working so much, when you take small bites, it's just not that big of a deal. Number three about what's fabulous about being 50, you give to yourself before you give to others. Now, I know this is a hard one and this takes practice. It's like developing a muscle. It's so easy to lose yourself in the lives of others or your family. But when you don't give to yourself before you give to others, what you do is you chip away at your happiness just little by little until one day you're so down and depressed, but you just can't quite figure out what the problem is. It is very nice to be needed. I know this. But just know there's a difference between being there and being present for your family and never telling someone no or getting others to take responsibility for themselves. For more on being able to say no, please go back to number seven. I have seen it time and time again. When your kids are out of the house, sometimes people cave and they go through an identity crisis. Not everyone, but some people do. Believe me, some people are just fine when their kids leave. But 
those that are not have a very difficult time focusing on themselves. It's very uncomfortable for them. Even to get them to go shopping or figure out who they are now, it's just a huge turning point in someone's life. So practicing the small things like practicing self-care each day so you have more to give to others is a great way to keep yourself in check. Just start small. Accept help when you need it, or better yet, don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. Number two, you give away the things at your wardrobe that do not serve you. That is what is fabulous about being 50. Now, I do have to say that this is probably my favorite one on the list. You don't have to be neurotic and clean out your closet every six months like some people do, but you do have to keep track of what you're wearing and what you haven't worn in the past year. A great way to do this is everything that you wear, you hang back in your closet the opposite way with the hook of the hanger backwards on the bar instead of forward. This is a way to mark your clothing and see what isn't turned backward. Everything left at the end of the year that you haven't worn, you have the option to give away. You know if you have too much stuff and you need a closet clean out, you know. Also, I've seen plenty of people with the total polar opposite problem. A lot of people have this issue too. They throw all their shit away and they own nothing. Okay, they own nothing. They think a minimalistic wardrobe is an easier and more efficient way to pick out their clothes. It's just not true. That's where the word that I hate the quote unquote capsule wardrobe comes in. It's just non-existent. It just means you want less shit because you think it's easier. It's just not, okay? When you don't have enough to choose from, you really cave and then you start wearing the same thing all the time. You need enough to choose from that you feel like you have a nice selection that gives you energy and self-confidence that you aren't wearing the same thing all the time. And, and this is a very big and, You are not bagging your stuff that you aren't using it and pawning it off on someone else. You're just not, not your daughter, not your cousin or your sister-in-law, et cetera, et cetera. You are giving your things to the less fortunate. Whatever charity you want, go ham, okay? This is the only acceptable way to get rid of things that are not serving you. People do not want your stuff. They just don't. Please do not think you're doing someone a favor. You're just serving yourself and blocking their energy is actually what you're doing. Also, the only exception to this rule is children's clothing and maternity clothing. I will never in a million years tell you not to give things your kids have outgrown to somebody else. That is not what I'm talking about. Or maternity clothes. I'm talking about clothes for you. If you have four bags full of clothes that you don't wear anymore and you try to give them to your aunt or your daughter or your sister or your cousin or whoever, your friend, you're not serving them. And you're putting them in a very awkward position because then they feel bad like they have to take your stuff. The most important thing and the number one thing about what's fabulous about turning 50 is that you appreciate and accept your body every single day. This is a hard one, I know. But for me, I personally have taken the focus off of my weight and put it on my health. I do a lot to keep up my health and make it a priority. And I'm not going to sit here and beat myself up for the numbers on the scale. I'm just not going to do it. Now, I have noticed my body is changing some. Okay, let's be honest. (laughs) 
And I'm trying to roll with it. My stomach isn't really that flat anymore. Rude. The skin on my chest is changing. I can see it. I'm getting age spots. Obviously, I think it is, I guess. And my hair is gray. Oh, believe me, I keep my hair girl in business. Every time I get in the chair, she's like, damn, maybe you need to come in a week earlier. (laughs) I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But you know what? I'm going to work it out. I use my style and clothing to create a look that serves me as the person who I am today. I love to support small clothing brands and mix that with luxury items. I love having enough to choose from and the power to lose what isn't serving me. I thank my body for all it does for me. And if it tells me that I want some popcorn, well then, you know what? I listen. Maybe you can try to develop this habit of loving and appreciating your body and stop the feeling that you aren't enough or you have to change the way your body looks. No, girl, you just have to get the right clothes to make your body look better. Because when I'm done with you, you're not going to feel like you need to lose weight. Mic drop. Shout outs this week to Kathy, Cherie, Justine, Myra, Christine, Maria, Nicole, Tia, Sarah, Malia, Cindy, and Meriwether and Kim for writing in this week. I am super grateful to all of you, and I love to respond to your questions and style concerns. I love it. The Fashion Hotline is always open for you because you are part of the Fashion Bestie crew, and your needs are super important to me. I'm dead serious. It is. I can't leave y'all just hanging around waiting for answers. I try to answer when the requests come in as quickly as possible. But if it does take me a minute, do not worry. And please don't take it personally. I haven't forgotten. One person asked me if she could wear hose with a dress she was wearing. And thank God she asked me. (laughs) as She was considering getting some nude colored hose. And I was like, girl, no. And because she did the right thing and she asked me, I said, why don't you do this instead? And I sent her right over to our friends at Vienna Milano, Italian thigh-high stockings, and boom, bam, now she's the hottest person at her event. I mean, I'm just saying, okay? Someone else was having trouble deciding about how and how much to hem their jeans, and I told her it needs to be in the middle of the heel of your shoe. That's what I like. I will say this. When you take your clothes to the alterations place, which I'm sure you're doing this, because that's what you're supposed to be doing. Let them tell you what's best. They can see a little better, something like a hem of a pant and tell you what most people do. And then it might be easier for you not to worry about it. Just a thought. When I work with my alterations person, who I love dearly, he's like part of our family. I just let him tell me what looks good and let him be the decision maker. Anyway, for those who have purchased the book and sent me the pictures of them, Keep them coming, super proud. I also had someone who said, you keep talking about bra fitting, so I finally pulled the trigger and I did it. And I was like, yes, queen. Sometimes it takes a little longer for people to come around to it, but that is okay. It's never too late. I also had someone write in to say, okay, now I'm going to do it and I have no idea where to go. (laughs) And I'm like, girl, tell me where you live and we're going to find you a place to go. Oh, trust and believe. There is no question too big or too small. I am 50 years old. I can't believe it. Thank you to everyone who wrote in and told me happy birthday. Everyone on Instagram, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. 
emailed me, called me, texted me. I felt super loved. I'm very, very grateful to all of you and the Fashion Besties. Everyone who listens to me ramble on every single week about style and fashion issues that I think you need to know about because I love you and I would give you a kidney and I got to boss somebody around. So who better to boss around than you? Am I right? Okay, y'all, Christmas is coming up. Okay, this is all I have to say. Please purchase the book for someone who you know who needs style help because that's what good friends do. And let me know if you need a little help convincing for someone. Please send this to someone who you love. Also, make sure I have your email so you can be on the newsletter list. We're going to be doing some contests and things for Hanukkah and Christmas. I have another great guest coming up talking about color analysis. I have an expert coming on. Good for us on that. And as always, we will never not support and stand for Israel. I do hope that you feel the same. Thank you so much for listening. This is your favorite personal stylist, the hostess with the mostest, and as always, the only 50-year-old Holly that you need to know. I cannot believe it. I'm 50. I made it. I love to talk about it. And here we go. Can only go up. That's what I'm saying. So y'all have a great, fabulous, fashionable week, and I will catch you next week. Bye.